Foreverever.com, yours truly T-Storm, alongside my lovely wife, Kaylee. So, What's happening, girl? Not much. Today, as we, uh, as we uh, tackle this subject that you were so passionate about. <laughs> Natural hair. Yeah. Very yes. passionate about it. This is a song from uh, Spike Lee's uh, School Days. <laughs> Jigaboos and the wannabes. <laughs> talking about here today. How you doing? I'm good. You're good. You I, wanted to you wanted to take take on and, and speak about natural hair. Now, I love your hair. Let's just start with that. You do now. It took me. A, it took me a second to get used to. Okay. Well, full disclosure. When 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 you and I first started, when we first met. You you didn't have natural hair. No, my hair was ha- relaxed. It was relaxed. You have very long, beautiful black hair. Yes, but it was relaxed. It was texturized, had chemicals in it for so okay, many Okay, well, years. when you put it that way, you make me feel like such a... <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, it was a black girl with long hair. I was loving that. Yeah. I was loving that. And, then, and, and, when we, and when we got married, you started talking about cutting your hair. And I said, no. Well, just give me, give me two years with it. Please. Why? That's what I want to know. Why? Why were you so against me? It wasn't that I was against it. I was just feeling like we just getting married. Let me enjoy my wife as is for a while. But you had enjoyed me for what three, four years. We were with not the- married. Oh my lord! I want you know. Say, my wife got long hair. I I couldn't you know. Few months later, you decided. Is that what it was? The fact that you were able to tell people my wife has long hair? No, not you like completely. Doing that? Not completely, but not. That's not the only reason. But I mean, I'm sure that's a small part of it. I just and I was just wasn't ready for you to cut your hair. But it wasn't about you being ready for I it. I wasn't ready for you. I, hey, full disclosure. I'm just. You asked me. I'm telling you. I wasn't ready to see you with short hair. Ah, uh, well, it happened. Yeah. It had to happen because you know what it is. It, it got to the point where we got married in 2012. Mm-hmm. I think about 2011, late 2011, 2012. I started talking about wanting to transition over to natural hair, to wearing my hair naturally without all the extra chemicals in it. And the reason for that is because one, I was tired of spending the money on getting my hair relaxed, texturized, getting it straightened out, and two, I was getting headaches. From mm. the relaxer. Wow. You understand? So the main reason was to stop the headaches. How long had you, like, so when did you first get, like, your, your hair was permed? I was you? little. Okay. When at first, when I got my first perm, I want to say I was between uh, eight, nine and ten probably. Okay. So all them years you have been getting perms and, right. and, and you were so, experiencing headaches from it. It wasn't until I got older that I started to experience the headaches from it. Now, I one day I came to my mother. Maybe I was a little bit older. I'm not sure. But I remember it being like nine, ten years old. And I remember one day coming home from school and, you know, just talking to my mom, telling her how my day was. And I told her, I was like, Ma, I want hair like the Puerto Ricans. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I told her that. You told her that. 
I told my mom I wanted hair like the Puerto Ricans. And to me, hair like the Puerto Ricans, being me being a child, was beautiful hair. That straight hair. Mm. It wasn't kinky. You know, it didn't take that long to style. And so that's what that's what you so that's what you have been that's what you have been seeing that's what you're comparing right. yourself to right oh wow yeah and so my mother was like all right fine so she took me um we went to a couple of different salons because in that whole you know maintenance of the hair we went to different salons we went to salons in brooklyn we traveled all the way from the bronx to brooklyn to, brooklyn to get our hair done wow <laughs> We went to some spots in Queens. I'm not Queens in the Bronx. It was mainly in the Bronx, but there were a few places in Brooklyn where we developed a relationship with the hairdresser. And so every time I would go in there, it was always a process. Can't scratch your head a day or two before you go. It was only always just patting your head. If your head was itching, you couldn't scratch it because once you got the relaxer, your head could start burning. Your scalp would start burning. And so, you know, I was like, I was a little girl, so I enjoyed it. I liked the way my hair looked. I loved the way it flowed after I got the relaxer. And then I just started to get used to it. But then once I got older, I'm like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. It was a process because I would be in the hair salon for like freaking four hours. I mean, it's still a, it's it's still a process now. Process to do but hair I'm now. but I'm in control. I'm in control so, of it. Okay, and so aside from the health reasons, I mean, did I mean when you did it? I mean, I think there were there were a lot of women that were starting to go yes. natural at that yes. time. Was that that played into it as well, or did you? I mean, what other factors went into? I think you? that also that also played played into it as well. You know, there were other women other women doing it and going natural and just getting rid of the whole um, relaxer and chemically treating their hair. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder what I would look like. Mm. with my hair this short because i had never cut my hair that short i've always cut my hair but not that short it's interesting to say like going back to what you said that you wanted to, you what you said you wanted to hair like the puerto ricans i that kind of i mean if that's all you were seeing and I'm, I'm sure at that time you didn't see women with natural hair at no. that time so no. beauty was what 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 you uh what i guess what identified as beautiful was what you saw was, right was as a little girl. like europeans basically yeah Wow! Yeah, that's like so. I saw you saw the movie um, Good Hair. Yeah, remember the Chris mm-hmm. Rock? Um, I'm gonna play something from <laughs> from a piece of that. This and it's kind of what the world, how the world, and other people see black hair. Would, would you like to buy some black hair? The hair is no good. But it's black hair. I know for black people. But black people don't wear that no more. And that's a black woman. So talking. my nappy right. hair is not worth anything. No. no. They don't want to look like you know, look like you know, alpha cut like this. Wow. Okay. They want to look the style. You know, you right now you're looking at all the magazine, all the style. They what want to look sexy. They, they want. They, they want, want sexy this. looking. So this is sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody get... walks around with nappy hair no more. What do you think when you hear that? I think it's horrible, and it's not nappy hair. It's not nappy hair. It's just kinky curly coily hair it all depends on how you style it mm-hmm. and 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 to be honest with you when i first started the transitioning process of becoming natural it was a bit difficult for me because i really got my material from youtube videos from you know watching these women the tutorials and things that they were doing i was like okay i can do that but then when it was time for me to do my own hair i was like oh my god what the heck is going on here and i also went natural because i wanted to develop a relationship with my hair i wanted to take care of my hair because for so many years someone else was doing it 
they knew what products they were putting into my hair. They developed something with my hair. And I had to figure this out because I said to myself, I'm like, I'm not going to be going to the salon all of the time. So I need to know what my hair likes and what it does not like. And so to this day, I went natural in 2013. I think it was, yes, it was June 2013. That's when I went natural. Okay. And then I've been natural since then. How do you like the, I mean... It, it's it's been an interesting process. I, I've I've been you like, didn't you didn't like it when I I wouldn't know I wouldn't say I didn't like surprised. it. I didn't I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I I, I it was like I said I wasn't ready for you to cut your hair. It just that's just me. Yes, you sound selfish. Whatever. That's <laughs> I, that's that's where I was with it. I've I, I adapted and I like what I like your hair. I like that you know I like your hair mm-hmm. how it looks now how you style it and and I and I've actually enjoyed the process. I've been trying to get you to to share some of your experiences and stuff and what you do to your hair um on online like to do a blog with your hair right i mean i have more pictures of the stages of my hair how it looked when i transitioned how it looked when i first cut it to how it looks now because at this point i mean you've kind of become a pro with it no i wouldn't say that i say so because i see what you do with your hair now (laughs) like you know from 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 the beginning and and you know I guess trial and error. I don't know the entire process. I know it's damn near a day. <laughs> when you say, okay, As a matter of wa- fact, today is a wash day for me. <laughs> so. I just know, okay, there's nothing else happening. Right. That and that's the thing. Like, you have to set aside that time. The wash day is the day for me to wash my hair. I can either do it really early in the day or in the middle of the day. Because my hair is so thick, I cannot wait until the end of the day to wash my hair because it will take hours for it to dry up okay so okay i i I told you i've 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 gotten requests for you to do (laughs) like a hair block because your hair from from when you first cut it and i think you still have some video from when you first did it we need to put that out matter of fact i'm challenging you right now (laughs) to get some of that footage to put some of that stuff up on i'm I'm, I'm gonna do my best i'm gonna gonna get we're gonna get it done and and to continue to to, to show because this if people see from where your hair started like where it, where it is where it was to where it is i mean your hair grew fast yeah it did it definitely did now you have a, i think more hair than what you had when you was per, from when you was permanent yeah yeah and that's the thing since i've been natural i haven't exactly um flat iron or um blow dried my hair as much as i used to before and that's another thing these are things that i learned in the process of teaching myself about natural hair and how to do it Mm -hmm. i learned that applying too much heat to it can kind of kill your hair Mm -hmm. it can like cause your hair to be dead and for it not to have any volume so i made it a point that once i became natural i wasn't going to flat iron as much i wasn't going to apply as much heat i was just going to try to do the air drying thing and at the very beginning it was very frustrating because there would be days in which i would go to work and i would look crazy with this hair because i didn't know what products to apply and then sometimes i would walk into work and people would look at me like what the hell you know and so i was very self-conscious about it and trust me, there were times in which I did want to go back to the creamy crack, which is what they call it. <laughs> creamy crack. That's what they call the the, the relaxers, the creamy right, right. crack. But I, I told myself, I was like, I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to go back. As difficult as sometimes as it was and as self-conscious as it was about myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to, you know, keep going through with it. And you hear me sometimes, but I'm like, you know what? Forget this. I'm relaxing my hair or I'm just going to cut it all off. 
Right. You know, but <laughs> I, I try to push through it. It's very challenging, but it's rewarding. And my hair, I think it's more beautiful now and way more healthier now than it was when I was relaxing it. Yeah. So okay, so going back to what you said about the hair thing, because I'm serious. Um, so you didn't see, you said you didn't see um, natural hair or anything like that, images of afros, anything when you when you were younger? No. Movies, TV? In movies and TV, probably, but I didn't see it as... Like people out, out right. about. Right. I didn't see it people outside in the street, and I didn't it, see it as something that... Because my mother didn't have an afro. My mother didn't wear her hair naturally. My mother wore a relaxer. Okay, you said something to me before, and I, I'm gonna put you on blast right now, or put your mom on blast. Like you said, your mom's, your, your parents didn't really let you watch black movies. It's not that they didn't let us; it's just that we weren't raised on watching too many black movies. And okay. when I say let black me, movies, let me put I it mean, in con- let me put it in context. Put it in context. Um, your parents born you as well as yourself born right. in Honduras, right? Spanish speaking country. Yes. You're a black folks from a Spanish-speaking country. Yes, Garifuna. Yeah, Garifuna. So you speak a language other than Spanish. Right. Which is Garifuna. Mm-hmm. So you came to this country and you had to learn English. Right. Okay. So with that being said, coming from, from Honduras, and then you and you said to me before, there's some family members that you have back in Honduras mm-hmm. that refuse to speak Spanish. They only speak Garifuna. Right. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Why is that? Well, because they feel that once they start speaking Spanish, they forget about the Garifuna language, and the Garifuna and being Garifuna is what makes us. It you know it, it it's a combination of African culture. It's pretty much African it's, culture. It is African. Culture. You know, so they're just afraid that speaking Spanish, we're gonna forget who we are and where we come from. And they so look at my it like grandmother, that's, like, like they look at like that's masses language, right? Like my grandmother, her <laughs> Spanish is kind of botched up. Her Spanish is not all that good. Like all of us in the family, we speak Spanish, but we also make it a point to speak Garifuna. So when you got here, you, 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 did your parents identify with African-Americans here? Mm, I'm not sure. You would have to ask them. I'm just, it's just, it's just a curious, you know, I'm just curious about that. We identified with other Garifunas. Other Garifunas. Yeah. But other you recognize it. You, you, you knew you were black. Yeah. But not Black American. Uh, in terms, if that of, makes sense. Oh, that's that opens up a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> I would go. I'm sorry. That sound, that's just what that it sounds, is. Because so, did your parents have something ag- against Black Americans? <sighs> did you? Okay, not against. <laughs> what? What? What was the? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Oh what, my God, what, this what, is what stir up so much What emotions. impression did you get from, like, like uh, you, you know what I'm trying to ask you, like how did you, your, your parents or your mom or your dad or whatever view? I don't want to put words in their mouths. I don't want to say something okay, that they your didn't. impression, your impression of it. What did you feel? What did you think? Well, me coming over here being so little, I, at first I didn't think anything of it. But the thing is that growing up in my household, no one spoke the language. No one spoke English. My mom, my dad, myself, neither one of us. Me going to school, I first started out in bilingual classes in order for me to learn the language. And then I finally learned it. My father, what my father would do was he would buy um, the Boys in the Hood movies, um, you know, those type of movies. He would have the Bruce Lee movies. He had the Bob Marley DVDs, the Lukey Doobie DVDs, the, you know, the reggae artists. And uh-huh. that's how he taught himself 
the English. language. Okay. You understand? That's how he taught himself English. My mother, on the other hand, it took her a while to learn the language. And a she a went to school. Okay. Yes, yeah, it took her a little bit longer than everyone else. But for me to say that they made it they made it a thing for us to sit in the living room and watch African American films, watch films with just African American actors. Well, I mean, just even some of the themes, like we, because because I, I asked you, did you like, did you? Okay, so like Malcolm X, did you? Yeah, I watched Malcolm X movies as I got older. Okay, because I, I know coming up with my mom, you know, it was a clear, you know, you're you're, you're young, you're black. Be proud of who you are. Understanding this, you know, understand where we are. You're gonna have it tougher, mm-hmm. just for that fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you gotta be, you gotta work twice as hard and be three times better than you know. I think for them, they didn't want us. Well, it was me really at at the time until my sister was born and then my brother came to the states, but. They reinforced in us. They made sure that they taught us every day about our Garifuna culture, about our African culture, as opposed to the American, the black American culture. They didn't really teach us much that. They didn't want us to forget where it is that, you know, we came from. Or to lose the culture, right. Right. That's really what their thing was. You know what? And so we would listen to the Garifuna music, Punta, the Garifuna artist. Eventually, my dad started to listen to more of, you know, the hip hop stuff, the what we would call the black American music. Okay. So eventually. And so that would happen with me because in the house, it was all Mexican movies, Spanish speaking movies, telenovelas, um, all Spanish artists. I didn't discover hip hop until I was about 12, 13 years old. Okay. That's That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, I just it's just interesting, you know. I, I just find it just I find it very interesting. Yeah. I mean, and I and what I I I really enjoy and like you taking to me taking me to quite a few got even the programs and I get to learn more about the culture um and that, you know, the Garifunas or the Afro-Caribs are very in tune and and proud of their African right, descent. Yeah. Come, you know what I mean? Even though they celebrate, you know, we, we came from from Honduras and um what God is from also um, Belize. Belize as well. But well, we're pretty much spread like all over. But I hear about Belize and, and, and Honduras and more Honduras so. more mm-hmm. than any but it's a clear distinction, okay. You know, we are we are African. Yes. We're not and, and we don't neglect that. Right. We don't and and not Hispanic. No, per se. You we know don't call mean? ourselves Hispanic. No, not really. And that and that's something that I had trouble with for for such a long time growing up, trying to figure out like, okay, what do I identify with? Am I Hispanic? Because on job applications or any applications I would fill out, there was nothing on there that said Garifuna. Mm. You understand? So I'm like, okay, I'm not. When I would see black, I'm thinking black American, and I'm like, I'm not black American. I'm not Hispanic. I speak the language, but I'm not Hispanic. So what do I put down? Eventually got to the point where I just put other. And then there was a gentleman that came along and he started to kind of educate the rest of the Garifuna people as I became an adult. And he told us, you know, on the census, we're trying to get um, the Garifuna 
um, checklist to be on the applications for you to check that off. And then right. I'm like, okay, now I know what to identify as. What so when everyone, in. when anyone asks me what I am, I am Garifuna. I am an Afro-Carib. I just yeah. happen to speak Spanish. I've just, I recently decided I'm putting Caucasian on all of my applications. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, put, I'm putting Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, and when they see me, they go, "You're not." Yeah, with Massa back, you know, oh, back in really? Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. I had a woman. You know, the, it's 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 funny. I had a woman in the bank. I think I told you about this. Woman in the bank. Oh the, yeah. My last name battles like oh. That is such a strong name. Like I, you always wonder how how do people get names like this? Like that is like you hear like that is really cool. Like how did you where's your name come from? And I said serious. I looked at the woman because she's of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. And I said really. All right. Well, if you really want to know, um, the family that owned my family name was Battle. <laughs> And I looked at it and she, she I, her mouth dropped and she was just like, oh my, uh, uh, oh yeah, the slavery thing. And she's thinking, I'm like, yeah, exactly. You have a nice day. And I walked out the bank. Horrible. That's not horrible. I told her straight up. Oh my God. I'm sure she probably didn't mean prob- it. In- no, no. See, the problem is, the problem is, and I'm going to get off my soapbox. The problem is that it, it, nobody wants to acknowledge the ugly history right. <laughs> that exists here in this country. They want to ignore it and act like it's, it's like somebody, you know, you, you get beat up for years and years and years and a person stops beating you up and go, all right, we're cool now, right? You're like, no, we're not cool. You no, beat no. me up for years you, and years. You beat me up for years. You're not going to you're not gonna acknowledge that or say sorry? Nothing? Right. That's exactly. You're going to beat you. You're going to beat you down for years. Punch you in your mouth every time I see you. Pow! <laughs> and then one day, all right, hey, we cool now. Not all that, yeah. I'm not even, don't even mention. I used to punch me in. Used to punch me in my mouth when you saw me all the time. Oh my goodness! That is what slavery is in America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we cool. Hey, forget about it. Get over it. What? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I identify as Afro Carib. Afro Carib. Yes. Yeah. Or Afro Latina. See. I come from a Latin speaking country. I come from a Latin country. And again, it's like if you learned Spanish and you perfected it, are you all of a sudden Latino? Well, I wasn't born in a Spanish speaking country. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, in Brooklyn, of course. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more Spanish speaking people in Brooklyn. I think I I prefer to. I prefer Afro cat because that's another thing that so many of the us semantics keep, is kind of yeah kinda it's so many Afro-Carib, that that's something that so Afro-Latina. many of us keep going back and forth. I'm like Got like are you Afro Carib or are you Afro Latino? You know, you know. <laughs> that's yeah. It, that's, it's a very interesting. It's a very interesting subject because when I sit down with someone to try to explain it, it you you're not gonna get it in just one sitting. I say. The, the the Garifunas in Honduras and and um and Belize and Belize Guatemala they only speak Spanish they speak Spanish the same way um African Americans in the states speak English it's because that's the language that Massa yeah of of Massa and 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 the thing masters. is that if you go there are certain parts in Honduras that you can go to mm-hmm. like the the islands that are kind of separated from the country itself right. where all they speak is Garifuna. 
electricity hasn't gotten to them. Wow. Yeah. I haven't been to that part yet, but my parents have told me about it. And these are people that they refuse to change their ways, which is okay. But they're like, you know what? We are not going to become like them to the point where we're going to lose our culture and we're going to lose who we are. That's what it's like right now with us being married. You're black American. You're African American. Yeah. I'm Afro Carib. I I try to introduce you to. I try to introduce you and the boys to the different types of foods that I grew oh, up on. Absolutely. You know. I'm, and sometimes you guys will be like, okay, what the hell is this? No, but, no. I'm, I'm 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 into it. I like the foods. I love the. I'm like I said. I I I really I really enjoy the fact that like the, the guy you from the culture. First of all, you 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 hold yeah hold held on to the language. Yeah. I didn't have you know. At being That's born in the states, with. born and born in born in, born in the United States, I have no idea. My you know, I, as far as back as I can go right now is Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I know that because my great grandmother, you know, told us, "Hey, our family's from Rocky Mountain, North Carolina." But were you guys born there? How did you end up there? I mean, we off the boats and migrated and was sold and, and split up and, mm-hmm. and eventually got on a plantation in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. But what I'm saying is that's as far as, as I know of. And even that's kind of patchy. Right. You know what I mean? So to, the fact that, you know, your family and, and, and your relatives you know, held on, was able to help hold on to uh, your language, um, I think that's that's absolutely wonderful. That's what, you know. And I think that's another reason for which I wanted to go back to being natural because I think me being natural identifies with who I am. That's who I am. I'm relaxed right. hair is not what my people yeah, are. There wasn't no guardianess with a perm back right. then. Right. <laughs> it wasn't any have Tokyo style. And <laughs> no, they didn't. Anyway. Um all right. Well, I'm gonna post. We're gonna post some stuff up. Hey, you got questions? You want to ask my wife what she does with her hair, and <laughs> encourage her to uh, share it on 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 the internet. Hit us up on on Twitter and Instagram. It's the number four E V A E V A D O T com, or our website, which is foreverever.com. And um, you you gonna do this blog, woman? I I am. You gonna am. do it? Too many women asking her, what's your, what's your wife doing for her hair? How does she do this? She should share that. Well. I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Don't worry. Now that you a, put me on blast. Put you on blast. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take the first step. I'll grab, I'm going to find that footage from when you first cut your hair. We're going to get that up. I'll go ahead and edit it and put it up. <laughs> and I'll start the ball. And I'll, you know, it'll be up to you to. Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. Let's go. Anyway, oh, thanks for listening. Um. I uh, hope you enjoy uh, this conversation on Black Health. And um, deuces. Deuces. Hit us up on, on Twitter, Instagram, and our website. And subscribe. Let somebody know about it. If you're enjoying us, we really appreciate you. Anyway, T Storm Perry. We out. Bye.